if, if you've been blessed by this, for real, clap your hands if you've been blessed by this series. And some people say, Pastor, how do I start this process of renewing my soul? Trust me, if you've been in these series, you've been in the lessons, you've been watching them online, you've been in small group, you have been in your own personal devotion time and prayer life has been strengthened and you're praying every day, you've already started the process of renewing your soul. Um, don't let the enemy tell you you have so much ways to go, you're not doing anything. You have began that process and we're going to help you bring that to a close with, with line upon line from the word of God. So in First Thessalonians chapter number 5, <clears throat> and I'll jump right to where I want to go because I don't have time for recap today. It says, now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit soul and body say spirit soul and body say it loud spirit soul and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our lord jesus christ um spirit soul and body say that again spirit soul in unison come on spirit soul and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our lord jesus christ may your whole your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless. Now go to Third John chapter 2. Third John chapter number 2, or verse 2, Third John verse 2, little John in the back of your Bible. Um, if you don't have it, look at the screen. It says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospereth. I want you to read this together. So if you have it, look at your Bible on the screen. Ready? Let's read it together. Read. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospereth. You will prosper, you will be in health in comparison equivalent with your soul. And we went through a whole lot of detail the last couple of weeks on what the soul is. And and we've come to the point of talking about the word and your soul. Now go now to Galatians chapter number five. Because I told you last week we started here that only the word of God has the ability to save your soul. Only the word of God has the ability to save your soul. It's going to be good today. Only the word of God. Say that with me. Say only the word of God has the ability to save, to transform, to change my soul. So we're talking about flood my soul with what? The word of God. Only the word of God is what's going to be able to transform your soul and get you from a place of where you are right now to where you desire to be. And I tell you, my saints and friends, we got to close this gap. We cannot keep singing about, shouting about, and going through rituals about. We got to close the gap on how we're living for real, for real, and how God wants us to live. And it's not... It's not a matter of I don't want to do it. It's a matter of how do I do it? And we got to get to a place where we stop. We're not just preached to. We're not just told things and they sound real good. How do I do this? I love God with all my heart. My spirit is brand new. It joyfully concurs with the laws of God. But how do I stop lying? How do I stop cheating? How do I deal with this rejection and the lust and the anger and the bitterness and the unforgiveness? How do I deal with these things that are still residing in my soul and I love God with all my heart. Here is how. Galatians chapter number 5 verse number 16 when you have it say I have it. 
Say it real loud. Say, I have it. Verse 16 says, this I say, then walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lust. We told you last week or the appetites of the flesh. Walk in the what? All y'all got the scripture? Walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill. You may feel it, but you won't fulfill it. If you walk in the spirit, walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the appetites of your unrenewed soul. You shall not fulfill the desires and cravings that don't belong in your born again life. Walk in the spirit. How do I walk in the spirit? John 6 and 63 in the latter part says the words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. The words, the word that I speak to you, it's spirit. Walk in the spirit. The word that I speak to you is spirit. Walk in the spirit. The word that I speak to you is spirit. Walk in the spirit. The word that I speak to you is spirit. Walk in the spirit and you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Walk in the word and you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Say that never said walk in the word. Say it loud. Say walk in the word. Not in your feelings, not in what you think, but walk according to the word. Go to Psalms 19. Psalms 19. Let me calm down. I ain't got excited already. Psalms 19 said the word transforms from the inside out. I need you to get that. Write that in your notes. Because it starts on the inside. Don't start walking in the word. Don't start applying the word. And because you don't see something right away, you get discouraged. It starts working first in the unseen realm. The word transforms from the inside out. Psalms 19 and verse number seven, read, I love teaching the word of God. Psalms 19 and verse seven says the law of the Lord is perfect. The law of the Lord is perfect. Look at the next line, converting the soul. Now, if you go back to the very first, um, the, the, um, um, we started this August 14th with the intro, the picnic day. And I talked about how his ways are perfect and how you must align your thoughts with his ways. It says the law of the Lord is perfect. It is perfect and it converts, it converts the soul. It changes the soul. It, it transforms the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. So, so we're going to walk in the word because the word is perfect and it has the ability to convert my soul. And we're talking about flooding our soul and flushing out all the things that don't belong in our soul, that don't belong in our life. How many of y'all got some things in your living that don't belong there? It don't, it don't agree with your born again life. And you don't want it there. Come on, raise your hand. You don't want it there. Go to, go to Romans chapter one. Hallelujah. Romans chapter number one. And verse number, I remember my old pastor always said, help me, Holy Ghost. <laughs> Psalms, Romans 1, verse 16. When you have it, say, I have it. I want to read this one together. Everybody got it? Or look at the screen. How y'all doing up in the balcony? Y'all good? Few of y'all good? All y'all good. All right. 
Romans 1 verse 16 for let's read it together ready read for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ stop I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ ready read for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believe it to the Jew first and also to the Greek for I am not ashamed of the gospel I am not ashamed of the gospel. What is the gospel? Huh? Good news. But the, the, the good news of what? Comes from where? The word. I'm not ashamed of the word of God. For it is. What is it? The word. I am not ashamed of the word of God. For the word of God is the power unto salvation. I am not ashamed of the word of God. Because the word of God is the power. What's the power? The ability to get results. Write that down. It's the ability to get results. I am not ashamed of the word of God. Because the word of God is the ability to get results in my life. And not just to get me a house and a car and a new refrigerator and a new washer and a dryer. But the word of God has the ability to drive out everything on the inside of me that God never intended. Whether it's an attitude problem, whether it's stuff I got when I was molested as a girl. The word has the ability to drive all of it out. It is the power of God unto until salvation. Now when you hear the term unto salvation, you ain't just talking about unto getting saved. Salvation comes from the Greek. Said the Greek. You got two words here when you talk about salvation. You got sozo, not bozo, sozo. And you got soteria. Here's what they mean. Prosperity, deliverance, glory to God. Protection, look, peace, healing, Look, look, restoration to health, free from all bondage. So let's read it again. For I am not ashamed of the word of God. For the word of God is the ability, the ability to get me my deliverance. It's the ability to get me my prosperity. It's the ability to get me my peace. It is the ability to restore me back to health. It is the ability to free me from all bondage. So whatever's in your life that you know ain't supposed to be there. God didn't put it there. It is habits in your soul from your old way of living. The Bible says, and we once were. Which means we ain't that no more. So if you ain't that no more, why is that still coming out of you? So your spirit was born again. But in your soul resides all these things. All, all, this, all, this, all this hurt and pain and rejection and, and unforgiveness and, and anger and rage and, and, and offense. And it resides still in your soul and, and, the, and the desire and the craving to smoke and the drink and the, and the fornicate and to lie and to cheat and to not be honest. It all resides in your soul. But the word of God has the ability. And I believe I'm, I'm not keep saying we ain't been taught this. We've been taught it. We haven't done it. 
At some point in your living, in your Christian living, you've heard some of this word. But here's the thing. Some of us are okay with some things that's coming out of us. We ain't ready yet to let it go. We're enjoying our pleasurable season. You like snapping off on people, some people. And, you know, you know I, 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 I had to deal with that even as it relates to my marriage because some of us men, we, 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 we snap back at our wives and, and you don't want to do that, but where is that coming from? It's a soul issue that you have to apply the word to because the word has the ability. It is the power. It is the ability to get results. Go to James chapter one. Are y'all with me? James chapter number one. Come on. This is good. Yeah, buddy. I used to always want to, what is it called, Terrence? S to G, the scripture and all of that. X to G. Yeah, that ain't the way God gave me. He didn't bring me up that way, so I do what I do. Hallelujah. James chapter one. You say I'm doing good, huh? The Holy, the, the Holy Ghost is doing great. I'm not smart enough to stand before you. But it's the Holy Ghost that's on the inside of me. He's the one that called me and he's the one going to see it to the end. Same thing with you. Stop acting like you got to qualify to do what he's called you to do. The the Holy Ghost on the inside of you is going to show you all things. It's going to teach you all things. It's going to bring you before men. It'll have you write books that you didn't even know you could write and sing songs you didn't know you can sing and do all the things that God has called you to do and to be and to go. Stop trying to qualify in your natural ability. And they said, let the word do the word. James 1, verse 21. Hallelujah. <laughs> Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness. Look, 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 look. And receive with meekness. Underline and receive. Don't read that too quick. The engrafted word which is able to save your souls. Now the word is able to save your souls, but in verse 21, there's a part we got to do. You see it? What is it? Huh? It's in verse 21. Where, where, what we got to do? Where is it? Somebody say receive. Say it loud. Receive. But I was in church. I heard the word like everybody else. Don't mean you received it. You know you received the instructions when you moved to carry them out. I can give one instruction to both of my children. One move, the other doesn't. He heard me, but he didn't receive it. You got to receive. Now, I like the Bible because it don't leave nothing unturned. It tells us the posture in which we should receive. It says receive with what? What does that mean? Submissiveness of heart. Which means what I just heard, what I'm receiving, I'm going to come up under it. I'm going to allow the word of God to become my teacher and instructor. And I'll tell you this, just like in a natural classroom, you can have 30 kids sitting there, but not all are receiving. 
and you'll find that out on graduation day or when test time comes you'll find out who was receiving and who was just in the room somebody came up under the instructions of the trainer and the teacher and allowed them to guide them so now I can read now I can write now I can count. Now I know my states and all that stuff. And somebody else, they were there, but they didn't receive. I was in biology, but I didn't receive the instructor in the room. And so I found myself in summer school. Come on, I wonder about myself. Come on here. Some of y'all went too. Because I didn't take serious the times of instruction. You about to get what I'm telling you. Now, 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 go to James 1, stay there, but look at it in the Amplified. Come on, I have 16 minutes. And I'm going to use them all, and I'm going to go to my son's baseball game. You're welcome to come too. <laughs> so get rid of all uncleanness. And the rampant outgrowth of wickedness. And in a humble, gentle, modest spirit. I love it. Receive and welcome. The word which implanted and rooted. You can't implant something and not take root. In your heart contains the power. I like to say from um, Romans 1.16. It is the power. To save your souls the word will teach and train you into godliness go to Hebrews chapter 4 it will train you into godliness because out of your soul your soul don't want to be godly it does not it don't want to fast it don't want to pray it don't want to forgive it don't want to be quiet it want to do what it want to do the Bible says there's no good thing in your flesh or unrenewed soul. Nothing, 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 nothing in it. Nothing, nothing good in it. It's always trying to send you off. I told you that before. How many of y'all been sent off by your flesh? Come on, how many of y'all? This week. Come on, you're talking about your This morning. Come on. Because, because we're always moving, Chris, into perfection. So we're always working this word. We're always applying this word. We always got projects, not faith projects for stuff. But projects for me. Look, look, Hebrews chapter number four, verse 12. If I can get me together, I can handle the stuff. If I can get me together, God will give me the stuff. And listen, and once I'm together with the soul area, I can enjoy the stuff better. Because if, 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 if you ain't got this together, you get a big old house, there's more house for you to fight in. There's more room for y'all to run through and argue. And you know I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> Hebrews 4, verse number 12. For the word of God is quick. Yeah. Powerful. And sharper than any two-edged sword. And we've been using this sword for others. I need to follow on this sword. Piercing even to the dividing asunder of, of soul and spirit, the line of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, 
and is, this part I want to get you, a discerner, said discerner, of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Say it loud. It is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. It is a discerner of the thoughts and intent of the heart. Say it loud. It is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. One more time. It is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of my heart. Because sometimes we think discernment is only for somebody else. And when you talk about flood my soul, God is bringing us back to an internal discernment. Look, look, look. The word received, as we just read in, in, in James 1. With the submissive heart produces discernment in me. What is a discernment? The ability to recognize God's thoughts and ways from all others. The word, the sword, is quick, it's sharp, two-edged sword. The sword sharpens my senses to know what's wrong and right in me. And once the word exposes that, once the word brings you before you, (laughs) it'll begin to silence as you apply and choke out the thoughts and intents that don't come from the word of God. Now, not, not an external discernment, but an internal discernment of whether my life, this is the thought, a question for all believers. Is my life governed? Is my life controlled? Is my life yielded to the word of God? Not to my bishop, not to my apostle, not to my church, not to my, my, my jurisdiction, not to my denomination, but is it yielded to the word of God? Because if it's yielded to the word of God, you'll obey your pastor. You'll obey your, your boss. You'll go to work on time. Come on, you, you, you'll pay your bills on time. But we've been trying to, we've been trying to put, the, put the cart before the horse. I got to get you focused on him. I got to get you turned on to him. I got to get you in love with him. I got to get you governed by him and his word and his laws. We got to get your spirit in tune with him. And from that, everything else will work itself out. Everything else will align itself. We ain't got to beg you to give. We ain't got to beg you to come. We ain't got to beg you to pray. We ain't got to have promotions and fly. We can learn that if you turned on to him. If your heart is aligned with him. If, if your life is aligned with the word and you obey him. He is Lord over your life. You are controlled by him. He is your Lord. When your heathen boss at work, you will submit to. Why? Because it comes from the word of God. Romans chapter 12. When the word of God begins to change you from the inside out, you want to please him in all you do. But this inner transformation starts right here. Romans 12 verse 2 and be not conformed to this world. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Say word in. Come on, say it loud. Word in. in. Soul habits out. Soul habits habits are still around. Word not going in. Word in. So it's just that simple. I've been praying and I've been asking God for deliverance and I've been in it. No, 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 no. Word in. Soul habits out. 
Word in, soul habits out. Soul habit still there, word must not be coming in. Because it's the ability, remember? Well, I tried it. No, 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 no. You tried the word, the ability, the power to get results, and it didn't work for you? Word in, soul habits out. Word in. So and you have to be honest with yourself. I had to sit down and say, have I really been applying the word to this area of my life that I see deficiency in? Ask yourself. Don't go to your prayer partner and, and, and bring it up in small group. Ask yourself. Have I been applying the word of God to this area of my life that I don't like? Ask yourself. I ask myself that question. I say, are you saved, Reggie Roy? Do you love God? I know all that. But this area of my life that I'm not happy with, that something keeps coming out of the motion, be there, have I stopped and applied the word to that area? You know, you, you know what the answer was? Uh, we, we, had, we had prayed. And we've been on a fast, and that's great. But the fasting comes after the word has been applied. When you begin to apply that word and that begins to come on strong, say, nope, you ain't winning in this. I'm going to go on the fast now. You don't fast in place of the word. They go together. They go together. Greens and cornbread. Come on. Reggie in London. They go together. They go together. Say word in. Soul habits out. Again, word in, in. soul habits out. It becomes easier and easier to live a life that's pleasing to God. Once you begin to get this word in, you get this word in, you get this word in. And here's how you know when you're moving ahead. Here's how you know when your soul is being flooded. When the word of God becomes your natural response to life, to marriage, to money, to temptation, to layoffs, to tithing, to honor, to raising children, to forgiveness, you, you, you take everything back to the word. I know what they did, but what does the word say? I know the dilemma that I'm in, but what does the word say? Are you trying to be deep? You got to go back to the Bible. That's what we live by. Reverend, you, 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 you always come with all that. No, that's all I have. That's what I live by. When I got saved, I received a, a, a manual. This is what the saved people live by here. But here is the issue. Just like when you got your brand new television. There was a manual in that box. You just tore it open, threw it on the wall, and played with the remote for two days. Now, why this thing won't? Now, I know this. Come, Jim, come here. Push that button. Now, I don't know why this thing just won't. And you ain't read the manual yet. That's how we've been doing with our own lives. Why this just won't? I, come, come here, Jim. What is going on? Why things just won't line up for me? Why things just won't work out for me? You ain't read the manual. The manual even tells you don't even turn the thing on till you read it first. You, you, you didn't got it on, plugged up, to hook up a DVR to it in the video game. It's a why won't. you read the manual. Yes, good. Yes. 
the kids ran the test on me. They came home and, and, and gave me this piece of paper. It's one to ten. Okay, Dad, start reading it. I would write to number one. It says, raise your right hand and holler loud. I'm in the, ah! <laughs> number two, Dad, I went through all this goofy stuff. And they was just, I'm like, why y'all laughing? Because the top of it said, read all ten questions first before doing anything. And number 10 said, don't do nothing. Turn the paper over. I done hollered. I done screamed. I done put my finger on my nose. And they just are giggling. Because I ain't read the manual. So you know, but you know more than you understand. And in all of your getting, we must get what? Understand. And I'm guilty at that. I, 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 I don't read a lot of manuals. That's a lie. I don't read no manuals. <laughs> I just put it up there and plug it up, Jay, and put the red by the red. And if it don't work, London! She come in there and snatch it out. You just... I just, I just don't... I figure I just... I know. I figure I know how to do this. It's a TV. Who don't know how to work a TV? She's like, you, because you in here for 30 minutes... Tell neighbor, said, read the manual. Tell him again, said, read the manual. When you don't receive and allow the word to flood your soul, you will live according to your unrenewed soul. And you will begin to go backwards in your Christian walk. And stuff you should have accomplished, stuff you should be dominating will be dominating you. And you'll still be struggling with things that should be gone out of your life. I know I'm preaching good this morning here. Thank you, Holy Ghost. So our prayer is this, Lord, flood my soul with your word and flush out everything in my life that would attempt to exalt itself against the knowledge of God. Go to 1 Thessalonians. This word is the ability huh, to get results in your life. First Thessalonians reads it like this. For this cause also thank we God without ceasing because when you receive the word of God. This is what Paul told the Thessalonian church. He said when you receive the word of God which you heard of us. He received it not as the word of men but as it is in truth the word of God. Which effectually. Somebody said effectually. Uh-uh, said like I said it. Effectually. Come on, say effectually. Work it also in you that believe. That means, that means it exercises its superhuman power. It displays its activity. Why? Because it is the power of God unto salvation. Last one, Acts chapter 20. 1 Thessalonians 2 and 13. I'm sorry. 1 Thessalonians, that was 1 Thessalonians 2 and 13. Acts 20 Verse 32, last scripture for today, in um, Amplified Upper Room. Hallelujah. Balcony, y'all good? All right. Lifeline, are you with me? 
Y'all remember that, huh? Somebody said, what is they say? They said, oh yeah, we getting the word. We ain't going nowhere. Yeah, that's good stuff. And now, brethren, verse 32 amplified, I commit you to God. I deposit you in his charge. Ooh, that's good. Because Paul is now about to leave. He's been there for three years with the church in Ephesus. He's about to leave now. And they're like, what's going to happen now that Paul leaving? Paul says, Paul says, I got y'all. He says, I commit you to God. I deposit you in his charge, entrusting you to his protection and care. And I commend you to the word of his grace, to the commands and counsels and promises of his unmerited favor. It is able. It is able. What is able? The word. The word is able to build you up (laughs) and to give you your rightful inheritance. I can shout right there. It belongs to me, so why don't I have it? The word is able to build you up and give you a rightful inheritance among all God's set-apart ones, those consecrated, purified, and here's the part that I like right here, and transformed of soul. And transformed of soul. So your transformed soul positions you to receive your inheritance. So if your soul ain't been transformed and you still live like this unrenewed soul and all this garbage, some of your inheritance is going to be jacked up, backed up, locked up, held up because your transformed soul positions you to receive what he just said here. Paul said, what's rightfully yours. That's good stuff. Last thing. He said this, the word works in me first. Write that down. I got to go. The word works in me first. Write it down. The word works in me first. It starts in unseen areas. It deals with your heart. Create in me a clean heart. Renew the right spirit in me. It starts in you first. It starts in unseen areas. It begins to shift you internally first. It changes your approach to life. You don't see a lot of things on the outside yet. But inside something is going on. Number two, write this down. It begins to affect my actions. Now people can start seeing a little stuff. Begin to change how you choose things and how you think and how you feel about stuff. Some of your habits begin to fall off. Your appetite begins to change. Uh, Your appetite begins to change. You begin to find yourself obeying the word and complying to the word. Something is shifting now. Come on, we're talking about transforming your soul. Something is shifting now. Number three, write this down. Now, I have manifested transformation. Write down, manifested transformation. Now, some things I used to do, I don't even do them no more. Didn't happen overnight. I started this process, I was a chain smoker. Something was happening on the inside of me, but I was still smoking my cigarettes every day. I got me two, three packs a day, but I was confessing his word at the same time. I was putting his word in the same time and something was happening in the unseen realm. So I went from three packs to one. I was just smoking my cigarette, but I was from three packs to one. Now I got manifested transformation. Now I don't even smoke no more. Now some can come up, get prayer, instant deliver. Some don't happen like that. You got to go through this process of the word. 
So stop getting in your prayer line and go to the word. Add the prayer with your other stuff. Put it all together. Manifest transformation. That's when you can really say, I know I've been changed. Not the angels in heaven have my name. My name already taken care of. My spirit already born again. It's already new. I told you that. We ain't trying to get saved. I am saved. I'm born again. My spirit is heaven ready. But now, what I used to love, it stinks to me. Folk I used to hang with, get on my nerves now. I can't. I used to run with you like that. We, you mean we did this every weekend? You're like I can't. I just can't do it no more. I can't do it no more. What's wrong with you? You done went to that church and you done got in some kind of cult. They done, they done fooled around. They done fooled around. Change your mind. Don't go right. They changed my mind by the word of God. You're right. You're absolutely right. Girl, they messing with your mind. You're right. They so is. Now you begin to see biblical prosperity. Nothing missing, nothing broken. You live in an undisturbed peace. Nothing can disturb your peace. Girl, go on on with that. I'm in a new place now. You begin to see better. Not just confess better. You begin to see better. Better begins to be your portion in life. But this is the process. Stand on your feet in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Say, flood my soul. My soul cries out for you, Lord. flooded I receive your word I come under your word I will allow the word to be my teacher and trainer so I can get to the life you intended and I desire Father we thank you for your word today and we know it fell on good ground And we purpose in our hearts standing here in the assembly of the saints to be doers of this great word and not just hearers. We thank you and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. If you received anything from this series, clap your hands like your soul. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.